some uh, any responses about anything between heaven and earth and including both Yes, yes, please do. Yeah. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you. Lovely to be here. Um, there's, there's something that's been bugging me now for quite some time. Can you hear in the far corner? Speak up. Yeah, if you mind, I can sit here. Come, come sit here. Better. Then it, out of compassion, so people don't just strain their neck. Go on. Something's been bugging you for some time. Um, <laughs> Which is, uh, I'm, I'm the way that I'm living my life is that I'm, uh, I'm a kind of freelance person. That is, uh, work gets offered to me and I schedule it. Is typically how it works. And I find that I, I just fill up my time, whether it's with work that's coming to me, um, to be scheduled, or I fill up my time with things that are of a volunteer nature mm. because I want to do good things. Good. Um, but I'm filling up my time, and so when you when you were talking just now about um, having moments of real freedom, I was thinking, huh, I'm not just letting myself have a moment to just be so mm-hmm. often. I'm the the more aspect, more and more yeah. and more, uh, for me occurs around time rather than say around accumulating objects. Yeah, it's sort of filling my yeah yeah more more, yeah. more stuff. And the uh, using up and the filling of, if let me ask here, using up and the filling of time towards, uh, is it mostly doing more things, mm-hmm. even though they're good things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you think moves the motivation along to keep you so fully occupied? What do you think the intention behind that is that when the engagements are not coming in through freelance? Uh, you're acting, aren't you? Theatre. That's one of the things I do. That's yeah. one of the things you do, yeah. right. So in terms of your profession, uh, acting uh, profession, and in terms of doing service, what keeps us the fuel that keeps the movement going outwardly in that direction? Not an easy question. Well, actually, my my main work is uh, leading workshops. Yeah, I, I spoke to you about. Yes, that. I remember yeah. we talked. Yeah, yeah. and um, I, part of the motivation is money. It's just you know making sure that I have enough money coming in yeah. to pay for whatever. Right. So that there's a little sort of tension and fear around. Gee, if I really cut back on this stuff, will yeah. I have enough? Right. So n- necessity and uh, fear colluding together a bit here. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. In absence of all all of all of that so nobody is doing all the time then what's the quality of life when in the absence of doing either the workshops or uh, service work for others when you've got nowhere to go and nothing to do for others what's the quality of when you've got nothing specific to what's the what happens then What, what are you doing it's so rare it's so rare. <laughs> my, my first answer was, if I've, if, I've, if I'm nowhere to go, nothing to do for others, what I'm doing is 
like reading email uh, <laughs> or listening to voicemail or you right. know, reading something I, I feel that I should read or want to read or or finding a way to just uh, finding a way to recreate like oh, I need to blow off steam so I'll go see a movie or right. like everything gets filled up to doing it. all right and and even you know even meditation can occur that way it's like should oh it? I, I should or I, I yeah you know, let me set aside this time okay given the general principle because others will apply any situation that you can think of recently where none of that has applied feeling at ease through being rather than doing and you felt it not doing anything at ease no emails no phone calls no service no workshop zilch and you've been at ease well there's, there's an example actually that I uh, a little story that I've told people which is last uh, August I was in Berlin uh, with my wife and we were staying with friends of hers and they left the city to go bike riding and I decided I would just stay yeah and so I left their apartment and decided that um, rather than work with a guidebook and plan what I was going to do I would just follow my gut yes. for that day yeah and so I, that's what I did and it was it was beautiful it was magical but really rare that I let myself <laughs> let myself do that clearly this, yeah, this yeah. is that was last August yeah <laughs> So the spirit of that needs to be enlivened, doesn't it? <laughs> More than once a year. So is there some way to express in some, maybe that form or some other form, something of that? Something to bring out something, nothing special to do, no particular task, no particular function, nothing obvious to get or gain from it, such as money or overcoming a fear, whatever it might may, may be, is a way that, that you could help make that happen, to bring it into the life. These moments are precious and we neglect those sweet things where lots of freedom and, and unplannedness is at work. Right, well, my first response is, well, I need to schedule it. <laughs> you need to set aside time to not be doing anything. But that yeah. feels gross to do. It doesn't <laughs> feel good to be You're scheduling right. that. It's a great kind of um, intellectual solution. <laughs> yes, problem, yeah, exactly. It's not no. It doesn't no. feel organic to me. No, you're right. Just to break the mold, break the pattern, break something different. Anything come. You don't go to your head when you're going to fit it in. You know, something. I'll different. tell you what comes in my gut is a little bit of fear because, and then my mind responds with, "Well, that means that I might, um, I wouldn't be responsible. Mm. Uh, that means that I might go and do something and not fulfill one of my many scheduled responsibilities." Yeah. Still, that's deeper than the fear. Then, so you go far and you touch a place of fear. Maybe I'll neglect something. You have to go deep. Fear is not the deepest thing in the being, liberation is. Well, the other thing that comes up then following that is, oh, well, I could just relate to 
everything I'm doing as that opportunity. So I can right. relate to everything that I'm right. doing as that day in Berlin. All right. Good. So when are you going to start? <laughs> if I say anything other than now, it's all right, all right. not going to work. All right. Good. Yeah. Keep the conviction alive. Right. Good. Thank Good you. to talk with you. <laughs> yes, uh, anyone, any news, anything today, please. Yes, please, yes, do. an easy one and of course that fear that you just expressed um, is the uh, um, uh, favorite fear of all the insurance companies <laughs> and uh, it's one of those uh, um, uh, areas Is one up for the risk? Are, are you up for the risk? And mean, meaning in that that respect, it's a world of um, um, the practicalities. Health insurance is uh, high, therefore it takes uh, x number of hours out of the month in terms of income, etc. And and then one puts in the extra hours, as you say, but it's uh, at a certain cost elsewhere. Cost of a certain free afternoon, one might say. But the extra hours of work may gradually and insidiously create more pressure on the body, more tension, and therefore it becomes almost wish-fulfilling in a strange circular way. So is one up for the risk? And uh, it, that can go uh, w one way or the other, obvi ob 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 obvious obviously. And, you know, the kind of uh, conventional mind will take the route that you took. Uh, 
health insurance could get aging is going on in our lives could take a turn for the worse etc etc it's a harsh reality but um, there's a certain kind of uh, inner sacrifice that's going along with it of a certain inner freedom to spend an afternoon in the week in the way that you would like so I can't give you a direct and straight uh, answer um, not for me to uh, to uh, to do that um, but the convention as I say one of actually following the route that you di uh, did and some others may think about that in their lives and may say I'll take the risk more free time free space and um, and live it and uh, as as a as the Buddha uh, uh, commented in one of his countless one-liners bet better to live one one day in life in freedom than 100 years without it or in a death they might say to you better ha have an afternoon in freedom so it's worth 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 look, look at, you know you can tell where I'm coming from already can't you I'm <laughs> supposed to be non-biased but anyway but uh, it's genuinely worth looking at I think these dilemmas in life do keep ari uh, arising I hear them everywhere around the world and sometimes I do think it's just worth taking uh, risks not to be afraid not to be afraid of sickness and to, and to, and to walk the edge a bit without being stupid but just to walk to walk the edge with these things uh, a little uh, there and I think that gives a certain metal and a certain strength to us that we are willing to do it uh, and and uh, helps to lower the profits of the insurance companies at the same time which I think <laughs> is a great service <laughs> apologies for those who work for insurance companies <laughs> yes please <laughs> <laughs> very sharp, very good. <laughs> so easy to talk, isn't it? Where gonna <laughs> <laughs> but changing what your approach to what you're doing. Yes. Making that kind of prison. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think in, in that respect, in, in either, either situation sometimes our old mindset keeps looking at something in the same way and it keeps getting reinforced socially especially and we all become clones of each other in that and it's no easy thing that's the self the conditioned looking in the same old way this is called the self in Buddhist tradition and it's no easy thing to say can I bring awareness in other words look outside of the self to a completely fresh way and what is the possibility for that what are the risks for uh, for for that and one must, must be prepared to take risks in one of your great uh, wonderful poets Mary Mary 
Oliver, Mary Oliver, this Dharma scene, she's one of our patron saints, we quote her so often. And uh, she's at one end of a, one of her lovely poems, she said, What are you going to do with your one wild and precious life? Wow. If we just tonight forget anything Christopher said, just go home. What am I going to do? What are you going to do? What am I going to do what with one's wild and precious life? You know, if you just get into that. Uh, that, 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 that. That's my answer. Mary Oliver answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> I have you. And their feeling is that I have to have health insurance because then they would end up paying if I got Did they? ill. And they would be bankrupt. N- so yeah. there's also a responsibility the thing going on. The, the, the You're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Anyone, please? Yes, yes, please, yes. Sorry. Yes. I agree. Having your cake and eating it to run the cake as opposed to not having your cake and still being able to eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important. I agree. The critical information probably is becoming a big share of the way through it, right? Yeah. Um, um, uh, I agree with regard to uh, the concern. I just bought, um, what was it called, Nina? The book, Boat, in Wordsworth? I remember. Um, I um, bought a book in. Oh, uh, book. Somebody gives me one of those nice cards from Wordsworth, you know. Go, so, um, one one uh, one of the books I bought from a, a review um, is expressing concern about adapting spirituality to current materialism, etc., etc. And I do agree, and I have really strong concerns about the watering down of the teachings, and the watering down of the teachings could end up, and it is a danger, of um, mindfulness, so to say, seeing impermanence, um, what else, Um, uh, metta, loving kindness, uh, etc. And though they have incredible and wonderful uh, support for our life and great benefit, but it would be a great pity if any feature in the Noble Eightfold Path or two or three of them combined with something from the br- divine abidings like loving kindness, etc., somehow became what Dharma teachings are all about. They're not their only vehicles, their supports, their means, they're not ends. And if we exaggerate the means too much, then the end, which is a truly free and fulfilled life, will get forgotten. And that is a real danger. And it is to the credit of the uh, ordained tradition, the best of the ordained tradition, because uh, yeah, that the, that it still gives out us a real reminder about that. But over with the 25 years of teaching that I have, I have a lot of confidence, and from observation and experience, uh, and seeing that 
the deepest aspects of the teachings are realizable in daily life yet as I said not making us perfect still acknowledging in our life plenty of areas to attend to yeah, and, and, and therefore that the sun can shine brightly and freely and still we have our clouds which we have to attend to but it doesn't kind of completely block out the sun and if a person does find it too hard, etc., then a person may need to really have a real rethink well, what the priorities are and how to generate so something very deep before, <coughs> the, before the life is over. Yeah. There, how is it for you? Dare I ask? Dharma practice, daily life, since you've got some hair on your head, not haven't got the robes on and does it down the tubes <laughs> oh God. God. so can I ask and it's very common and plenty of you in this hall know this experience of the benefits of retreats and then sometimes a kind of systematic gradual fading away and one feels what was present has gone etc. And it's the most significant duality people <coughs> deal with, retreats in and out. And out. What, do you th what, what contributes to the fading away in the daily life for you? What? Yeah, hmm. if you wish to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you, some people sometimes view practice as simply sitting in the morning and evening or once a day or whatever they say oh my practice is going down the tubes etc how much is your sense that your life your whole day and practice are simultaneous events really and hand on heart here mind mindfulness would be a feature uh, uh, right speech, of course. Um, your intention, second link in the eightfold path. Uh, if there's an issue or problem arising, what needs to be understood? Connection with like-minded people. Um, livelihood, of course. Everything really, all is, all is practice, practice, and one really has a feeling of it. Therefore, not restricting it to sitting form invaluable and incredibly supportive as it is in daily life and the whole day is practice how's your real sense for the vigor the vitality and the challenge of that you got it you personally yeah you i i i some days i feel it some days i yeah yeah so anything that you Buddha is a great word, he uses the word chandra it means um, passion in the best sense of the word uh, zeal, enthusiasm etc. Anything that can um, instead of, well some days it's like this and then some days it's like that. Anything that can just give a little bit of more uh, passion, a bit more uh, to energize it, a bit more Dharma is the best thing on this earth for human beings You look pretty sparsely dressed over there, I have to say. <laughs> 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 
What, what makes you so, can I ask, what makes you so confident that you haven't got much sense for renunciation? What, what, what would be an indication of this view, if I can ask? Café latte or something. <laughs> I just had a café latte. <laughs> well, um, maybe a little hard on yourself is, is, is this uh, 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 area. I remember, it's the middle way, not... Um, um, uh, total uh, self-denial here. So, you know, so there's a, there's a, um, um, a, mi- a middle ground. I mean, if anything is addictive and obsessive and preoccupied and I must have, of course, all of that needs and deserves our attention because it creates anguish. But ordinary minor things of life I really don't think need to be seen in um, problematic uh, terms, and I think I think when there's joy in the ordinary, in the everyday, there's a kind of natural renunciation anyway. You know, one just you know, one just loves loves life and loves the day, sky and earth and people and the vibrancy of existence, and one feels connected with it. And and that's not about ownership and possessing and having a different relationship and we've grown out of need for ownership and having and possessing. So how's the, how's the interest for all of that? None. N- not, not being concerned. With, not, well, first of all, not judging myself too harshly on the cafe latte thing, but <laughs> the, the sense of the wonders of life is found more in non-having than in having. Yes? Good. Keep that conviction uh, 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 alive. Can't go wrong. <laughs> yes, anyone, please. A couple more, yes. and then I'll say, yes, sir. Please do. Sort of to you. The thing that I've had to renounce the most yes. in order to be in the moment yes. is my parenting. Yeah, yeah, good point. Nice one. And the rest of it will yeah. Hey, first class, lovely. So, in that, for those who didn't pick up there, that uh, person just responded, very, uh, very profound truth of life. The g- tremendous renunciation in life is renouncing fantasy life. That's a huge renunciation, because a lot of the problems of existence, the build-up of the fields of pleasure and the fields of pain, is actually building up loads and loads of impressions and out of building up so many impressions the world of praise and blame and gain and loss and the intensity of likes and dislikes all 
building impressions, 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 impressions about ourselves, about others, about life, etc. And the impressions uh, has, easily has a certain, can have, not always, a certain fantasy factor going along with it, putting more into it, as I said, than we have. Putting too much into it becomes a fetish, whatever it might be. And therefore, in the Dharma language for a moment, the bare nature of things, freed from impressions, impressions meaning having no substance, the bare nature of things, really access to all of that, maybe the bare nature of things, things are at peace. And the mind is not willing, maybe really barest attention, barest way. Maybe things are naturally at peace. And we can sometimes get a sense of that when we're not living in an impressionable life. Beautiful thing. And, and meditation is a wonderful, of course I'm bound to say this, meditation teacher, but it's a wonderful resource to get in just to the barest sense of things. Very bare, stripped down existence and feeling at peace with it and at home with it and the appreciation that comes with just bare actuality. Anyone else? Just two more and then I'll have to finish. Yes, sir, please. Yes, um, what I find my hardest, biggest obstacle to freedom yes. is um, perfectionism, very sort of deep yep. brain uh, part of yep. Yeah. From it's like I'm seeing all the dharma through this lens. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how to put the lens good. aside. Yeah, it's a good good point. It's a very, very uh, common point sometimes from our religious background as you point out. Sometimes just a latent tendency. Sometimes the expectations we or others altogether have upon ourselves there. Uh Essentially, the the view, as you say, in a way, can keep breeding dissatisfaction. Things not being as good as they could be there. So, my small and immediate response is to really develop a practice of appreciation of the imperfect. The, the lack of appreciation, life is not perfect. It is not imperfect, actually, it's just what it is. The perfect or imperfect is what we put on it. But sometimes if we're too much in the extreme, and plenty of people are, sometimes Dharma practice tends to feed it. Trying to get the perfect posture, you know, and all those things that go along with it. So, if we see uh, too much of a perfectionist, which easily brings the judgmental mind out towards ourselves or towards others, we may have to give some time to kind of balancing that out to cultivating appreciation, mudita is the Pali word, yeah, for appreciating and acknowledging what is imperfect. And the nature and all those leaves blowing in the wind and flying off everywhere and not landing in neat piles are <laughs> gr gr great reminders of the imperfect flow of things. So please, in the autumn time, spend some time in the forest and see where the leaves are. <laughs> Just, oh yeah, right, things are not clean-cut, neat and orderly, etc., etc. The, uh, the wonderful storm that we had this morning out at Barry, lightning and 
thunder and the wind blowing, etc., etc. Went to bed. It was a lovely evening. Nice sky, stars. Oh, got all ready for a nice day this morning, etc. So again, all the all changes keep reminding us life doesn't fit in with the image called things should be perfect. So nature is the best reminder, and that's a good practice on appreciation of imperfections of life. Why not? Yes, finally. Yeah. Yeah. And a whole uh, beautiful image burning Yeah. And then you talk about liberation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Good. No. It, it, um, one has to understand with uh, my, my, myself. Um, not having any 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 notes, etc., because I'm too lazy to prepare anything. <laughs> that um, and besides, I have to put my glasses on, and um, so I just tend to jump around a bit. So um, and then sometimes, uh, hopefully, occasionally people make a link between. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Jack Caulfield, uh, you know, one of the Dharma friends, summed it up very well. He said, Christopher's talk, um, the beginnings are very good and the ends are very good, but it's a pity about the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I had in mind <laughs> after the event <laughs> um, is, is that sometimes language of liberation the immeasurable, infinite, God, all the same thing for me. All the, it means all the same. Nirvana, truth, ultimate reality, all the same, just different words. What I had in mind there in um, communicating that, that sometimes we seem very far away from God, if we're comfortable with the language of God. When we're in the middle of a very heated situation, when we're, when there's a burning issue going on for us. And what I was trying to say, right in the burning issue, God can be found. That's what I had in mind. Or, to put it in another way, which really upset the Catholic Church in the 12th century, Meister really upset them. Meister Eckhart is, you know, we all go like this too, in the Buddhist tradition, he's a great German mystic, century said great one-liner God is revealed equally in hell as in heaven the Vatican just had diarrhea over that <laughs> so it's that sense in life in the very immediacy of the heat we can find God God appeared of Moses in the burning bush. Oh, wonderful. And then, uh, then one of my dear uh, uh, Jewish friends to to told me that Moses, I didn't know this before, Moses didn't enter into the promised land 
because he kicked a rock. Does any, anybody know the Hebrew Bible one enough? Yeah, yeah. Apparently he kicked a rock and God said to him, well for that you were not getting into the <laughs> promised land there. No. Right, and that was, oh, someone told me that was the reason. So I thought, putting in contemporary metaphors, uh, please don't kick others around in this life, you won't get into the promised land. <laughs> Be kind. <laughs> All right, shall we have a, a quiet minute? Just coming up to nine o'clock, shared silence together. Thank you. May all beings live with joy. May all beings live with contentment. May all beings live a wild and precious life. So it's uh, nine o'clock and uh, thank you to each and every person here for coming. Good and uh, safe journey uh, home and big thank you to Larry had a lovely meeting with him today and it was very kind and he was very helpful and supportive in certain matters thank you Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.